This episode of I Hate the Homies is brought to you by McDonald's. You know how you can smell when your food's about to be good, good? That's me every time I pull out the Mickey D's drive-thru with a McCrispy sandwich. I mean, we're talking about two buttered buns stacked with pickles and crispy, juicy, tender chicken. Come on, man. And when that crispy chicken and the crispy pickle come together between two buttered buns, yeah, all is good. And the funny thing is that I don't think I've ever made it home from the drive-thru without taking a bite of that freshly prepared McCrispy sandwich because once I smell it, I got to have it right there in the car. I guess the word is out on that. So go get yours today. The Ricky Smiley Morning Show, the most funny in the morning. Just another day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Ladies and gentlemen, the senior pastor of Friendship West Missionary Baptist Church, Dallas, Texas, Pastor Frederick Douglas Haynes. Pastor Haynes, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ricky Smiley and the Ricky Smiley Morning Show family. I'm so excited always to greet you, greet you with the love of the Lord. Ricky, you know I love you very much, and I praise God for you and what how you all keep us laughing all morning, making sure that we get through the day. And so I want to thank you for that. Listen, today I simply want to lift up the song by Kirk Franklin. It's Hosanna by Kirk Franklin. Y'all know that is a classic. I love it because in the song, Kirk is simply saying, Hosanna forever. We worship you. I love it. The name Hosanna or the word Hosanna, it means God save us in the midst of what you are going through. Save us. And Ricky, it's really powerful when you think about it because it's taken from that passage of scripture when Jesus on Palm Sunday leads the march on Jerusalem. And the Bible says the crowds are crying out, Hosanna, Hosanna means save us because they are caught up in what? The Roman occupation and oppression of an empire that is doing everything they can to hold them back and to keep them down. It's oppression in in the most severe political and economic form, but here comes the crowd seeing the liberator, Jesus Christ, and they cry out, Hosanna, which means deliver us from the tyranny of the empire. Hosanna, save us from the oppression and occupation of the empire. I love it because that song reminds all of us, whatever you are going through, whatever you feel up against injustice or oppression, there is a God who is greater than oppression. God can handle whatever you can't handle. God's divine justice can overrule injustice. God will have the last word on your situation. So here it is, because some of you are going to work today, and the sad reality is you're dealing with the politics of work. You're dealing with those who are trying to hold you back and keep you down simply because of how God made you. This ain't no time to live, give up. This is when you look up and declare, Hosanna, deliver me, God, knowing that God can raise you up in the very face of those who try to tear you down. God can make a way out of no way. God can save and God can deliver. And so thank you, Kirk. For reminding us of the power of Hosanna in the midst of oppression and injustice. Hosanna in the midst 
racism, sexism, ageism, and all the isms that need to become wisdoms hold in us because God is able to deliver. God is able to empower. Hosanna, Hosanna. We worship you. There is Pastor Haynes, man, the senior pastor of Christian West Missionary Baptist Church. Let's get into this music. Love you, Pastor Haynes. Yes, Love you, Ricky. Have a great day. Yes, sir. You too. Let's go. News headlines. Entertainment. Show. All right, Rick Smiley, the morning show. Hey, shout out to 106, uh, uh, all of our affiliates, uh, our affiliate in Kansas City. We uh, got our prayers lifted up to everybody in the Kansas City area. Uh, the, you know, all the families that's suffering from what happened on yesterday. Maria, good morning. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's what's happening in news. So, yes, uh, Ricky, we see it all over making headlines. One person died and more than 20 people were shot in Kansas City, Missouri after a parade Wednesday to celebrate the Chiefs' Super Bowl win. Some of those injured were children. Police have detained three people as part of the investigation. Now, an estimated one million people were in downtown Kansas City for the parade, including players who were still on stage when the shooting took place. In other news, a driver died and at least five people were hurt as a vehicle crashed Tuesday evening into an Austin, Texas medical center emergency room. Police released a statement on social media saying the crash does not appear to be an intentional act and there is no threat to the general public. Four victims, including an adult and a child in critical condition, were taken to other area hospitals to be treated for their injuries. The investigation is ongoing. Lastly, and as we still celebrate Black History Month on this day in black history, Henry Lewis became the first black person to lead a major American orchestra on February 15, 1968. Henry Lewis broke racial barriers on that day when he was named director of the New Jersey Symphony, becoming the first black conductor and music director of a major American orchestra. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick look at news. For more headlines and updates, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what you got in sports? What's up there, Maria? Uh, Kansas City Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey, uh, Super Bowl champion himself, also the boyfriend of Taylor Swift. We all seen him lose control of his temper on the sideline during the Super Bowl game when he bumped into his head coach Andy Reid, nearly knocking him over while yelling in his face. Well, Travis wanted to address the situation. I just love playing for the guy, man. Yeah. And unfortunately, sometimes my passion comes out where it looks like it's negativity. But um, I'm I'm grateful that he knows that it's all because I want I want to win this thing. It's definitely unacceptable. That's it, man. That's all we ask for, man. You understand? You made a big a big mistake. You got really emotional about your situation. You wanted to win the game. It's the Super Bowl. But coming back, apologize and realize what you did wrong. That's what you're talking about. It's called integrity right there. It's quick sports support right there. We got more Ricky Smiley Morning Show coming up. The Ricky Smiley Morning Show celebrates Black History Month with history makers of today. Stacey Abrams is a politician, lawyer, voting rights activist, and former Georgia House of Representative. She made history by becoming the first woman and first African-American woman to hold positions in state and national politics. Abrams launched Fair Fight to ensure every American has a voice in our election system by funding and training voter protection teams in 20 battleground states. For more information, go to rickysmileymorningshow.com. Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot, yeah. Ooh, you can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B-R-A-T. All right, Rick, it's Morning Show time for the hot spot. What up, Rita Britt? What's up, Ricky? What's up? <laughs> 
All right, here's what's happening in the hot spot. SZA is making history. Her critically acclaimed album, S.O.S., has officially been in the top 10 of the Billboard 200 list for an entire year, making her the first black female to achieve this milestone. She celebrated the moment on her Insta story and wrote, Thank you and happy Black History Month. Her anticipated sophomore album released in December 22 debuted at number one on the coveted chart and spent 10 weeks there. The last time a woman had spent more than 10 weeks in the top spot was Mariah Carey in 1991. Her self-titled album was number one for 11 weeks. SZA was the first woman to break that record in 54 years. So shout out to her. In other news, Usher is developing a drama series based on his music via a partnership with UCP, a division of Universal. He said in a statement, my 30 year catalog has resonated with so many people, no matter where they are in their lives. I'm happy to be working with UCP to bring the music to life. And I hope the series resonates as well. The official statement says the series is going to explore black love, music, style, sex, romance and secrets that threaten to tear relationships apart. He has acted many times in the past, but it's not clear yet if he is going to be acting in this show. Coming up, we got your wake-up calls. Call us, 866-9-RICKY, right here on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. You liar! I believe him, yo. I don't know why, but I do. On the Ricky Smiley Morning Show, listen, Special K got news you positively absolutely cannot use. We got special guest, comedian Rita Brent in the building. Help us with some alley-oops and some assist. Come on now. Sometimes special K jokes do not be funny, but let's go. (laughs) Read a B. In the building. Uh, Speaking of jokes, uh, yeah, shout out to uh, all our listeners in Greenville, South Carolina, 107.3 Jams. Y'all can see me live on stage doing the jokes that do work. Uh, Sunday night. <laughs> Sunday night. Get your tickets to Ticketmaster right now. I'll be up there with uh, some more Bill Bellamy and uh, Lavelle Crawford and friends. So y'all come on out and check me out. Um, let's get into this news you absolutely positively cannot use. These are the people. What names are most likely and least likely to be criminals? I bet y'all never thought about that, have you? Uh-uh. Well, check this out. The most common male prison name. These are the people you need to stay away from, Gary. Oh. The most common male prison name is Michael, Daniel, or David. The most are you common serious? Yeah. Oh. The most I did research. The most common female <laughs> prisoner name, Emma, Kelly, and Sarah. Mm. Now the most common names of people most likely to just be arrested. Jeremy, Johnny, Randy, Terry, Bobby, Timothy, Billy. Jason and Justin. Mm. Females. Some of these Bible names. Females. <laughs> Tiffany, Samantha, Kelly, Emma. Now, the women Emma, least likely Emma to go stay, to jail. Emma, Emma stay in trouble, though. I know, Emma. <laughs> now, women least likely to go to jail, Rita. Sherry, Sheila, Dolores, Carol, and Marie. <laughs> that oh, yeah, Dolores. My mama named Marie, and she ain't never been to jail. <laughs> That's right. Now, right. okay, the most common names are car thieves. It's only four names on here. Darius. I think that's racist. Corey, Eric, and Chris. Those are the most yeah. common names of car thieves. None of them Drug crimes. Tavious, none of them Tavius names. Them, them, you um, know what? I, I don't think those were, were, were researchable, but uh, I'm Caleb? pretty sure that there's. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the most common names in drug crimes. Uh-oh. Randy, Russell, Jeremy, Justin, and Bobby. Oh, Justin on there twice. Makes sense. I ain't never heard no, nobody. I don't Bobby. know nobody. No, never met a drug dealer in my life named Bobby. No. <laughs> oh, no. I, know, I know a couple of them. They probably call them B-Money. I know a couple. Yeah, they got the street name. <laughs> yeah. The most common names in fraud crimes. Johnny, Kelly, Tiffany again, Samantha, and Keisha. Oh. And Donald. Um, 
Oh, Keisha. Oh, yeah, definitely Donald. <laughs> now, Donald. the most common names in assaults, these are people who who will who, beat you up. Billy, right. Randy, Terry, Wayne, and Wayne is also the most popular middle name of serial killers. <laughs> if you look up serial killers with the middle name Wayne, that list is like, it's like 800 of them. So if you know somebody, his middle name is Wayne. Stay away from it. I'm just saying. Hey, hey, them dudes named Terry will beat your ass. You don't want to fight nobody named Terry. <laughs> All right, now, True. Now, 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 before we get out of here, let's be a little, bit, a little bit more positive. This is the lowest percentage of names to be prisoners. Theodore, Cecil, Ernie, and Titus. <laughs> <laughs> On this day in black history, February 15th, 1826, Sumter, South Carolina is the place and at the Whitmore Plantation. Under the iron fist of a despicable, mean white plantation owner, Argo Whitmore, a young male slave named Rufus Moses would plot on a daily basis how he would one day escape this evil existence. Rufus was strong, lean, and athletic. And to prepare himself for his breakaway that he knew would one day come, he would train by running across pastures on the property every day jumping four foot to five foot high fences every 20 or 30 yards or so until one day he finally broke free and gained his freedom by outrunning and out jumping the overseers. Did Moses know that one day, 150 years or so later, his great, great, great grandson would be the great Edwin Moses who would carry on in his legacy by winning gold medals in the four, in the 400 meter hurdles. The 1976 and 1984 Olympics. Today, this day in Black History, we honor Rufus Moses. So his great great, so his great granddad started out by jumping fences on the slave pasture. It was in his blood. Man, his shut blood. up, Rufus. Yep. It wasn't AK. Rufus Moses. Yes. Didn't even know slaves had last names, but hey. <laughs> Black History Moment may or may not be 100% fabricated. Man, you done made me slob on my shirt. <laughs> no evidence to prove that this actually happened. <laughs> this episode of I Hate the Homies is brought to you by McDonald's. You know how you can smell when your food's about to be good, good? That's me every time I pull out the Mickey D's drive-thru with a McCrispy sandwich. I mean, we're talking about two buttered buns stacked with pickles and crispy, juicy, tender chicken. Come on, man. And when that crispy chicken and the crispy pickle come together between two buttered buns, yeah, all is good. And the funny thing is that I don't think I've ever made it home from the drive-thru without taking a bite of that freshly prepared McCrispy sandwich because once I smell it, I got to have it right there in the car. I guess the word is out on that. So go get yours today. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the T. It's Gary, baby. Gary has the T and the color of the day, Gary. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. 
It's Thursday, y'all. A beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in Celebrity News, y'all. Ricky, two long years ago, it was so touching, y'all. When Tyrese Gibson, y'all, he linked up with his beautiful IG model, Ms. Lee Timothy. They're saying just weeks after his second wife, Miss Samantha Lee, y'all filed for divorce. Well, now it's being reported, y'all, that um, Tyrese claimed, y'all, that Ms. Lee, honey, she dumped him, Ricky, because he was, um, his new album was filled with songs about his ex. Now, he went out on social media, he put, my Super Bowl plans are messed up. And that's not what he said. He said, the power out at my mansion, honey, in my neighborhood, and I just don't know what to do. He said, and me and Zalee, honey, just broke up over some dumb mess. He said, remember this, y'all. She demanded that I cancel my album because there's too many songs about my ex on there. He said, what does that mean? Can a man do that? I mean, mm. would y'all do that? I mean, Ricky, you're a comedian, y'all. Y'all comedians and stuff. I mean, would y'all go out and just keep talking about your dog on X all the time yeah. when you got a current I, I person? I mean, if you're I a mean, comic or whatever and that's part of your comedy routine and you could do jokes about your past relationships, it's not personal. That's a performance. If you okay. want to sing about the right. bad things and what caused the breakup in a relationship, that's material. That's content. You get You get content from experience. Yeah, but I don't know. Well, she was very hurt. But I mean, really, would you talk about your ex, Special K? Would y'all do it? I mean, that's it's just that's bringing too much attention. Because if you love me, why do you want to continue elaborating about your ex? If it's a situation where it people know on how you who your it. ex is, that's one thing mm. too. What'd you say, Rita? Yeah, I just well, think it depends on how you do it. If you do it in a way that's not disrespectful, you know, especially as comedians, we can we can cater it like to where it's not disrespectful and it's not mean. But like Ricky said, it's material. And it'll be crazy to not talk about it because it's your personal experience. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you yeah, got you to talk, you, you can sing about why y'all broke up and how we used to be in love and, and what started uh, taking place in a relationship. That's good content. And when you, you, you go through something that makes you uh, a better writer because you're writing your real experience. It's content. You know, it might trigger feelings of insecurity. And that's where I was going to go. With person. relationship stuff, it's got to have an okay. expiration date on it too. You got to You don't. You only go benefit, so far with. But she gonna benefit from from the album sales. Maybe I think she, all he she bought her was a little Land Rover truck. He didn't buy the big Range Rover. He bought her a smaller one. So, but yeah, is I mean. the way you feel <laughs> worth the truck and the money? Like, if it's making you feel insecure, is it really worth it? So I think it's just like both of them have to mutually decide what's more important. She decided that she didn't want to be with him hearing lyrics about his ex, and he decided to let her go. So they just got to find somebody that's all right with that mm-hmm. on you both sides. Well, y'all need to, um, my thing is you just need to make that person feel comfortable. But anyway, moving on, child. And other <laughs> celebrity news, y'all, Marcus Jordan and Larsa Pippen, we already talked about, said that they broke up. Well, honey, they were spotted yesterday. They said they were spotted on Valentine's Day together. According to TMZ, they said the couple was spotted together at the Trios Flowers and Gifts, honey, in Miami. They're saying the duo was photographed, honey, waiting in line at the flower shop. And eyewitness said that they um appeared to leave the store with a huge vase and bouquet of one to 12 dozen roses. Now, they say from a Look over there, put it, honey, in the work y'all to get their relationship back on track. And quite quickly, they said, because Valentine's Day gave them the perfect opportunity to do ex- exactly that. And I have a feeling, that, I feel this is just a publicity plot. That boy like that doggone girl, honey. He ain't going to find nobody that's no better than her. Them Kardashians are all taken. And ain't no way in hell he going to get nobody as good as Larsa Pippen. That's being, you know, putting him on TV and stuff, honey. I know he might lose his inheritance from his daddy because Michael allegedly said he didn't like her and didn't want him to be with her. But... Y'all already know this. You can't make a person leave a person if somebody loves that person, right? No, I mean, if it's real love, I guess, I guess so. Uh, the women in their forties got that fire. 
<laughs> they got that experience, but they'll put it on you. Yes, sir. That's why they don't, they don't them, them young dudes, they don't like chicks they age. They, they, it be them damn women that they've been seeing for years on Basketball Wives and all them shows. Them, that the that all we. Yeah, but, oh, but they, they, baby they hands. Yeah, but Ricky people are being messy <laughs> on y'all. That baby hands. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, all I'm gonna say. What next were you, you saying, Gary? Next time you see a baby, let him grab your finger. Uh, say nothing else. All right. Uh-huh. I'm gonna go to the damn Kahlua. Go to the Kahlua. The Kahlua today, honey, is one of my favorite Kahlua. My Kahlua today, y'all is sanguine. On the high end, you say sanguine, and on the low, you say beautiful future. Thank you, Kahlua, for the service. Let that baby grab your middle finger. <laughs> They grab it and let it go, and they grab it and let it go, and they grab it. Oh, oh my God. All right, now. Baby hand brown. Uh, oh. Yeah. oh, my All God. Right now. Y'all give it up for Gary with a Z. Yeah. All right, it's my morning show. I got your wake up call. Get at me. 8669 R I C K E Y. Let's go. Calling from Baltimore, waking up my family down in South Carolina, Marcus, Donnie, Am, Malia, Danita. Wake up, wake up, wake up. I'm calling from Florida, Michigan, and I want to wake up my family. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Good morning, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. This is Governor Thompson calling from Cocoa Beach, Florida. And I'd like to say, wake up, wake up to all my family in Lima, Ohio. Wake up, wake up, wake up. This is Samara calling from Ocala, Florida. I like to wake up my mom, my dad, and my friends. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Come on. Rich me, wake up. This episode of I Hate the Homies is brought to you by McDonald's. You know how you can smell when your food's about to be good, good? That's me every time I pull out the Mickey D's drive-thru with a McCrispy sandwich. I mean, we're talking about two buttered buns stacked with pickles and crispy, juicy, tender chicken. Come on, man. And when that crispy chicken and the crispy pickle come together between two buttered buns, yeah, all is good. And the funny thing is that I don't think I've ever made it home from the drive-thru without taking a bite of that freshly prepared McCrispy sandwich because once I smell it, I got to have it right there in the car. I guess the word is out on that. So go get yours today. All right, so all right, this morning we're checking uh, the Rick Smiley Morning Show DM, and we got a voice message from a young lady named Ebony who lives in Miami, and she said that she needs advice after being let down uh, <laughs> yesterday. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. On Valentine's Day. Hey guys, my name is Ebony and I want to get some quick feedback. Um, yeah, so usually I overthink, but you know, I'm trying to make sure I'm making sense out of the situation. I ain't gonna lie, I'm low-key mad. So here it is. I started dating this guy like two months ago and I thought things were cool, so I thought. But yesterday was Valentine's Day and I knew he had to be out of town for a work trip. But we say we would catch up, you know, when he got back. Well, I would have thought that the least he could have did was send me some flowers or get me something, shoot a little text saying happy Valentine's Day. I mean, 
but nothing. So am I wrong for expecting more or is this regular? I just need to know. Uh, Gary, your thoughts? First of all, you've just been dating him here for two months, girl. I mean, so I wouldn't be She can't get a text and no flowers on Valentine's Day. He was on a work trip. If he was on a work trip, evidently he was busy. So wait till the weekend and celebrate. I mean, all this mess. <laughs> he could have he he acknowledged it a little bit, Gary. If he was working and being busy, honey, he ain't had time to be acknowledging no flowers and, and no Valentine's Day. I mean, but he told her he'd get with her when he got back. So just wait until he get back. No, but she said they've been dating for a couple of months. Two so months. Have they been intimate? It don't matter. That's it your problem. Matter. You was intimate with him, honey. If they've been intimate, then and wait on some damn flowers. No, honey, Mar- Maria, just... you look you look upset this morning. Why? Um. Well, uh, you know, I try I try my best because I've been married for a long time to give men the benefit of the doubt. They don't always think and process things like women do. So once they had the conversation and agreed they were going to celebrate it after he got back, maybe he thought that you know, okay, we're good when I get back. Yeah. So you know, maybe it was innocent. But I do acknowledge that the gesture of just a text message would be nice. He's probably Maria, with his y'all, other woman. y'all done watered that thing all the way down to it. Like he could have sent a card, a flower. You got Something. Sherry's berries. You got edible. He, he could Something. have. Yes. But that's time he consuming, Ricky. He, if he working, he can't do it. And I know I'm better because I don't have nobody. But still, damn it, he said he was working. Well, so I, just let I, him I, I don't care if they had sex. I don't care if they only clothes burn. You sp- it's Valentine's Day. Come on now. Just acknowledge it. You can copy and paste a uh, happy Valentine's uh, image to your good. You said copy and paste. That's right. Now, that's real trifling. You got to copy and paste <laughs> Valentine's Day. That's But that's my point, Rick. You can at least do that. If you don't want to put together like if a you whole. Sit there and, and, and copy and paste uh, uh, happy Valentine's Day. Right come on, bro. No, that's trifling because you, you, you want to take the time to tell your mate how you feel about him and why you love him and all that. Well, that's but a, that's, but my, that's my point. You can at least do the copy and paste part. I mean, that's the best at the bottom of the. Because part. he did and it doesn't mean that he's a, a bad person, that he intended to. He may have genuinely felt nah, like it would uh-uh. be okay the next uh-uh. day. No, yeah, because no. that's what he told her the next he day. He must be under twenty five to not to not know that. This oh, the question is: Were you Barbara or were you Shirley on yesterday? Let's talk about it. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> now that's a different story. <laughs> she probably was Shirley. She was Barbara. <laughs> no, she men was are doofy Barbara. and they forget things. Like sometimes men buy their wives gifts and leave it in their trunk and forget to put it out for their wives to see. Like as soon as they wake up in the morning for Valentine's yeah, Day, I feel attacked. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> you say sometimes goofy, men do that. Sometimes men are doofy and, and and they forget. You know. So I'm not making excuses for the guy or not saying he might have been out with another woman and she decided chick. I don't know. That's a red but, but, flag, though. But that's not always the case. I'm telling I've been married for 14 years. I can count on one hand how many times my my husband has sent me a text message or even acknowledged Valentine's Day. It's just when you get when you get it in every day. I mean, so it just depends on the people. I mean, the, yeah, Maria, I'll say happy Valentine's Day. You gave, you gave this dude a, a door key and told him to come home to a house that was already built. I, Shoot, you damn right. I'm going to say happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. And, and you be on Instagram popping and working out. You damn right. That's easy. But, yeah. but, what, if, but what if you're a chick bald-headed and cockeyed? <laughs> bald-headed scallywag. Wait a minute, man. got no hair. Bald-headed cockeyed chicks need love, too. <laughs> We all need love. Everybody we express it in love. different ways. That's what I'm saying. We would express love in different ways. We're going to shout out to all the bald head cockeyed women out there. You deserve love as well. Yeah, Rita Franklin put it in a song, honey. And I love that song. I think about it all the time, Rick, and I say it all the time. She said, this is the house that Jack built. She said, I got oh, yeah. the house, but I don't have Jack. 
So, um, but two months in, you want to make an impression. Two months in, you want to make an impression and you want to show that you're interested. So, yes, he should have sent the text message. Now, if you've done it quick, no, ma'am. That impression is gone. Now, I don't have to worry about you. I already know what you're about. So, honey, you get to nothing until I get home. So. He, said, he said Maria was laying across the bed for Valentine's Day with that victorious, red Victoria outfit on in them damn boots she stole out of murder. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, what's up, Black Tony? Man, what's up? Um, hey, I'm uh, I'm I'm gonna bring you out something when I when I come. I'll be there a little bit. I'm just waiting on. I'm just waiting on. Oh, you on the way, Rock? He on the way. Yeah, Uh-oh. yeah. Told you. Uh-oh. I mean, I mean, I'm kind of sort of like you know, I'm kind of sort of on the way, uh, cuz. I'm kind of short on the way. Um, I gotta go. I gotta go mean? by my cousin. I, I gotta pick up my cousin. I gotta pick up my cousin and drop him off. Cause he going through something right now. He going. He had a rich, uh, hey, crazy little situation right now. Nah, but I'm on my way, so I'm, I'm on my way. I, I'm just gonna pick him up real quick and drop him off over here, baby mama house. Cause he going through something right now. And uh, his baby mama said he come over there and chill out. Cause he going through something with his mama right now. He got a real little situation, you know what I'm saying? You got to look out why, for Why, family, why is all that more important than you coming to work? Shotty, it's not then, more important. Shotty, I'm coming to work. Listen, listen, first of all, calm down. First of all, calm down. Relax oh, yourself for you have a, a stroke. <laughs> so just relax yourself. Just just take a deep breath. Just count I mean, I'm, just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just no, saying, just, bro. Just count the six. Shotty, just count the six right quick. Just count the six. Just one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, we can't count together, Shadow. That's a man law by that. But look, yeah. just, count, just just take take a breath. You good? You good now? You good now? Hey, bro, okay, I'm, so not, listen, I'm, listen, not, I'm not in my feelings. Shadow, you getting up there again? You getting up there again? Bring yourself down. Count the four. Can I ask one question? Shadow, just count the four. All right, just count the, four. just count the one, two, three, four. There you go. So you feel better? Look, but, I gotta pick up my I gotta pick up my cousin. Cause he going through something. Right, right. T, listen. Yes, sir. My cousin going through something, man. He he over there, man. His mama dating that dude, man. And um, you know, he he young, shout He ain't be like nineteen. You know what I'm saying? And his mama dating that dude, man. Dude, now spent the night over there, man. My cousin called me, said, "Hey, cuz." He said, "Cuz, you ain't gonna believe this." Shawty. He said, "I get up to go go to get ready to go to uh, work." Man, I go in the kitchen, man, the man, butt naked, strumbling the eggs. Gonna look over his shoulder, talking about what's up. And my mom in there, man, I, I couldn't, I couldn't believe he, he going through that, shout. And so he, so his baby mama said that he can come over there and chill out with her and his little boy. So, um, I'm finna take, I'm finna pick him up, drop him off. Over from the baby. movie, uh, Baby Boy, right? Yeah, yeah. You want some, you want some yeah. breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> Did he ask you wanted some breakfast? <laughs> What's his name? Oh, you know, you know about what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Joey? Cousin. No, my. Oh, you know my cousin. <laughs> uh, yeah, nah, Black John, you can't use that, bro. Come on to work, man. You know your mama too. You set up and watch Baby Boy, and then using that as a lie not to come to work. <laughs> no, shout it, no, shout it, his mama name Yvette. Listen. Yeah, that's from the movie Baby Boy, bro. No, come on, man, wait. stop playing, bro. Hey, they're gonna wipe you up, man. You done ran out. You done ran out of excuses. You done start watching movies using those as, as an excuse, like uh, trying to collaborate stories. So come on, bro, don't do that. Really, I mean, you should calm down. Count the six again. One, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> this episode of I Hate the Homies is brought to you by McDonald's. You know how you can smell when your food's about to be good, good. That's me every time I pull out the Mickey D's drive-thru with a McCrispy sandwich. I mean, we're talking about two buttered buns stacked with pickles and crispy, juicy, tender chicken. 
Come on, man. And when that crispy chicken and the crispy pickle come together between two butter buns, yeah, all is good. And the funny thing is that I don't think I've ever made it home from the drive-thru without taking a bite of that freshly prepared McCrispy sandwich because once I smell it, I got to have it right there in the car. I guess the word is out on that. So go get yours today. Get out. B-O-M-B. Bomb. T-O-M-B. Tom, no, tomb. <laughs> if T-O-M-B is tomb, that's boom, the bomb's over. Get ready, is this calm or coom? No, that's comb. C-O-M-B, comb. P-O-M-B, poem. No, poem is P-O with an E with an M. Now, P-O-E-M, poem. H-O-E-M, home. No, home is H-O with an M with an E. H-O-M-E, home. S-O-M-E, som. No, that's sum. S-O-M-E, sum. N-O-M-E, numb. No, that's N-U-M-B. <laughs> the whole doggone thing is dumb. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the T. It's Gary, baby. Gary has the T and the color of the day. Gary, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning, Rita. Good morning to you. It's morning. Thursday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Oh, a lot of people are saying a lot of these, um, you know, queens and girls are calling themselves queens and what have you, y'all. And people are getting confused. The, the community just doesn't know how many black queens there are and who's the queen and who's not supposed to be a queen. Well, this is what happened, y'all. Um, Jeopardy, I had a category um, that was of the 50 greatest rappers of all all times, y'all. And the question was asked, and a lot of people got confused, and some people are offended by it. But here's what the question was. She invited us to come into my house and also deal with the wrath of my madness. We bow down before this queen, Nicole. Who is Beyonce? No. Cat. Who is Queen Latifah? Different queen, yes. <laughs> People are hey, who is who? Oh. Who's Beyonce? Somebody said who's Beyonce? And they're like, Beyonce is not the queen, it's really Queen Latifah. And it's confusing. They were playing Jeopardy. Uh, it was on Jeopardy, honey. But yep. they, they, you got to answer in the form of a question. They weren't saying who is Beyonce like they don't know. They were saying that the answer, they thought the answer was Beyonce when they said who is Beyonce. No, 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 no. She invited us to come into my house and also with um and whatever the rest of the mess was, honey. But it was about the queen. They say, um, here it goes. She invited us to come into my house and also deal with y'all, you know, the queen, honey. And they said, deal with the wrath of my man as we bow down before the queen. Okay. And the oh. person said, who's Beyonce? The person just got the question wrong. Beyonce's not the queen, Queen Latifah. And that was her song. That was the answer yeah. to the question. So what are you okay. talking about? She was the wrong queen. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. You are so confused right now. <laughs> no, I'm not. You don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, you know what I'm talking about. The, the competitor might have been too young to even know who Queen Latifah right. is. Yeah, and but she's not the we, queen. We experienced Queen Latifah in real time. I don't even think, Rita, you weren't born no. when. Yeah, see, so it might have been a situation. Yeah, see, so you didn't even experience mm-hmm. Queen Latifah like we did. So Rita really don't know who Queen Latifah is. She knows who she is, but I, she didn't experience that her That would have been my a, answer, though. Yeah. That would have been your answer. Beyonce? Nope. What, Rick? Do you watch Jeopardy? Yeah, I watch Jeopardy sometimes. When I could understand it. I don't know. Apparently, you don't understand. (laughs) They have to answer the question. They have to give the answer in the form of a question. So you're saying, who is, comma, Beyonce? Not, and the girl, not, but the person said um, they, they were talking about who's the queen who invited us into her house. 
That was a lyric. Down. That was a lyric from a Queen Latifah song. Exactly. And so, the girl just got the question wrong. She said, "Who is Beyonce?" Exactly. She got it wrong. She should have said, "Who is Queen Latifah?" Beyonce didn't invite us to her damn house and bow down or whatever. She just got the well, Beyonce wrong had yet. a song called "Bow Down." It well, just so well, yeah. it, it, it don't matter it, what it, it was. Got confused. Well, she got the wrong answer. <laughs> What's going on? So Let's she move on. Let's go to the next story. What you mad about, Gary? Because these girls need to get the queens right, honey. If you're gonna call a girl queen, you need to know what queen you're talking about. So she Bruh, didn't know. Go on to the next story. Moving oh, yeah, on, child. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> we all ready to. During the recent interview, y'all, they said, honey, um, Bow Wow Candid discussed y'all his um, previous addiction to lean. They said he said how he had no clue, y'all, that his body had become dependent on the substance oh, wow. and stuff. Now they're saying, for those who may uh, be unaware, he went on to talk about the drug and stuff like that. And, you know, he said how he really, you know, his publicist spoke out about it saying how, you know, she, um, claimed, you know, that she told the public that he was hospitalized for dehydration to hide the sickness. She said, he said, quote, I never felt that this type of pain in his life. And I would have never known that. Mm-hmm. I would have never known that about Bob because yeah. it never got out and stuff and nobody, you know, never heard about it. But it's good, you know, now that he's talking about it because, you know, a lot of celebrities now are opening up and talking more about, you know, their situations and stuff like that. And with this, him saying that, it really, you know, it opens up people to know that, you know, he's a human being as well and he goes through things just like any other person. So, I mean, that's good that he's doing it now. Just in time right now, you know, during Black History Month, he's letting us know about it. So, congratulations to Bow Wow, y'all. And in my final story, y'all, Lonnie Love and her boyfriend, James Welch, honey, they dish about their first date, y'all, on Tamara Hall. They talked about it and everybody was just all Google-eyed and Ooh. everything about Miss um, Lonnie Love. Okay. Comedian? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Yeah, they said the couple opened up about their five-year relationship, the first date, and finding love later in life. You know, Lonnie is older, and he's older, too, honey. Now, they said Lonnie confirmed that they first met y'all on a dating app. And and that's interesting. Celebrities go on dating apps? Who do y'all oh, tell y'all yeah. are? Really? I mean, that's really common. I mean, I, I just can't believe that. I mean... It's like a billion-dollar industry, the dating apps. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they have a documentary, a good documentary on that on Netflix. They're making tons of money. Everyone's turning to these apps. You might find love on an app. No, I, That's why I, you need to learn how to work yeah, your I phone. Have a, a, a fake app. I'm, I'm on one as Lil Daryl, but the, the chicks that I was getting, <laughs> the rest of us have to have a wheelchair except, you know, stuff oh, like that. Yeah, that's, that's important. <laughs> oh, wow, that's beautiful, Ricky. <laughs> At least you get to park right in front. Oh, yeah. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go on a date now because I I think I got scorned younger doing the I'm um, trying to go on a date now. There was a date now for people like myself, and you know back in the day, honey, you put your you had to put your pictures on. I'm not putting my pictures on no date now. The queen said, "Girl, I saw her on the date now, child." You know, and I didn't want to go through all that mess, so I didn't do the date now. Let's so, put your anyway. legs on there, Gary. Put my Just legs. Put on? your legs. As- <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. You think I'll get somebody? Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. You're real right queen. They should have answered with you. That would have been a great answer. <laughs> <laughs> the color of the day, honey, is one of my favorite colors. My color of the day, y'all, is sanguine. On the high end, you say sanguine, and on the low end, you say beautiful fuchsia. That's your color for the day. That was nice, Reed. I'm going to try it there. All right, y'all, give it up for Gary with a T. <laughs> This episode of I Hate the Homies is brought to you by McDonald's. You know how you can smell when your food's about to be good, good? That's me every time I pull out the Mickey D's drive-thru with a McCrispy sandwich. I mean, we're talking about two buttered buns stacked with pickles and crispy, juicy, tender chicken. Come on, man. And when that crispy chicken and the crispy pickle come together between two buttered buns, yeah, all is good. 
And the funny thing is that I don't think I've ever made it home from the drive-thru without taking a bite of that freshly prepared McCrispy sandwich because once I smell it, I got to have it right there in the car. I guess the word is out on that. So go get yours today. The Rick and Smiley Morning Show. It's the front page news. It's what's trending now. All right, so Rick and Smiley Morning Show. Hey, big shout out to everybody that's listening to us uh, in Kansas City. Uh, 106.9 R&B, our, our affiliate in Kansas City. Uh, we are praying for everybody uh, uh, in Kansas City that was trying to celebrate uh, the Super Bowl and all hell broke loose. Maria, yeah. what you got? Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah, we're still getting more details, but we know that one person is dead and 22 others were injured by gunfire after that mass shooting happened at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl victory rally on Wednesday. Now, Ricky, this marks a 48th mass shooting in the United States so far this year. We're barely even 48 days um, into the new year. So you're thinking every single day a mass shooting is happening here in the uh, U.S., There were nine people injured among the 22 injured by gunfire. Now, none of the children are in critical condition. Thankfully, they are all expected to recover. During a press conference Wednesday evening, Kansas City Police Chief Stacy Graves said three people were detained and at least one assault weapon was also recovered by police. I know all of us have seen the images on social media, folks just scattering and running. And you can imagine the emotional roller coaster thinking you're going out to celebrate something. And then the next minute you're fighting for your life. Now, Graves said eight of the wounded were considered life threatening patients. So, again, our prayers are going out to Kansas City. A radio station personality identified as DJ Lisa Lopez Galvin was killed during yesterday's shooting. What? She was a wife. She was a mother and lost her life. Wow. out there celebrating as a yeah. fan. Yeah, that's so sad. I'm seeing a lot of tributes to her on Twitter this morning. And it's yeah. it's always somebody innocent who was just there, a bystander. But taking a look back to last year in 2023, there were more than 630 mass shootings across the U.S. and even more staggering numbers. Over 40,000 people lost their lives from gun violence. And of those 1,300 were teens and 276 were children. So it's interesting to me that they fight for uh, abortion, anti-abortion, but they don't fight for these laws when it comes to guns and and protecting children from gun violence. So for each of the last three years, there have been more than 600 mass shootings, almost two a day on average. And uh, and when you hear the numbers broken down, it's mind blowing. And the question is, has the fear of gun violence changed how you operate on a daily basis or places you go? And what has to change? Uh, let's start. Special K, what's your uh, thoughts on this? Because we, we talk about uh, this and text each other back and forth all day, every day about stuff like this. I mean, everything starts at home. But as far as uh, you like legislation type thing, I don't see I don't see an answer anywhere on the horizon coming up because the uh, gun lobby is so strong and basically controls Congress. And controls, uh, basically, they they run. It's, they make it's, the al- it's almost like we're um, becoming immune to it. Like it's nothing. Yeah. You know, back in the day, somebody mm-hmm. uh, do a mass shooting. It's a big deal. It's on the news feed all week. Now it has become normal. I'm just just yeah. outright. We are a family of seven, right? Two of us. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about in my house. In my house, two of us are gunshot victims. Me and my daughter. We both been shot. You know what I mean? And uh, uh, we ain't in the streets. I was just at a payphone when I got shot, and she was just at a red light on her birthday. 
uh, leaving Whataburger when she got shot. Uh, and it's just, it, it, she almost uh, lost her life. I almost lost my life. I was in intensive care, and so was she. We had to both have to, had to have surgery. And uh, just, just, just to be from, you know, just in your household to have two gunshot victims is something. You know, yeah. uh, uh, Maria, do you have uh, any issues going out with your family? Uh, you have a husband and kids. Like, what is that like? Well, I, I think for me, it's just a matter of acceptance, like accepting that this is the world that we're living in now. And just to be always aware of your surroundings. I do feel uncomfortable <clears throat> in big crowds and I'm always looking around like I don't even like sending my um, adult son to the grocery store by himself. Ain't that something? You know, um, and then also, too, the flip side of it is that, you know, people are going through a lot and, you know, you don't know what someone is experiencing and a little kindness goes a long way. Like, you know, you be rude and nasty to somebody and that can just trigger some type of crazy behavior. So it doesn't take much just to be nice to people. Well, we're even dealing with yeah. situations where, like Ricky said, with Aaron, uh, his daughter's situation, she was just sitting at a stoplight. Mm-hmm. You can be aware of your surroundings yeah. as much as you want to. When you're sitting at a stoplight, you ain't expecting nothing. Yeah, You're just waiting for the light to change. And you can... And you can have a weapon like I'm a I'm a gun owner, but you don't always see the threat coming, you know. So it, here in, in Mississippi, there's a glorification of guns. The last time I went to a gun show, it was all youth with large AK. Are you serious? Yes. And I'm like, I it, I was just in shock because they were so young. And I don't even remember being exposed or thinking about owning that type of gun when I was younger. And, and that's what like, I mean about acceptance also mm-hmm. is that we We've seen that our leadership is doing nothing about it. Right. So either you have to get a gun to protect yourself or you just have to yeah. be hyper aware about you, your surroundings. You got the leader of, 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 the, of the Republican Party, Donald Trump, bragging that he did nothing about gun violence when he was in office. He's bragging right. about it openly. That's crazy. Let's go to the phones and see what you think. Get at me. 866-9-Ricky. Good morning. Uh, yes, this is Nakia from Fort Worth, Texas. Um, if I can't if I can't see an exit, like automatically clock an exit path, I don't go. Like I watch people, I notice everything, I make sure I know where all the exits are and anything that I could possibly use as a weapon. So my name is Mia and I'm from Kansas City, Missouri. So as you guys know, we just had the parade yesterday and all those shootings. And it's like, it's scary because we can't even do anything as a community because of what's going on here. We tear up our own backyard. We didn't need no boys from out of town to come out and do it. And so it's scary to know that we can't even get together to celebrate our football team. My name is Brenda Smith calling from Kansas City, Missouri. And gun violence has stopped me from moving around in crowds due to gun violence. And it's very sad. Hi, my name is Tashara. I'm calling from Boynton Beach, Florida. I wouldn't say that I'm scared about uh, the amount of shootings and being out in public, but it's made me more aware. Um, if I'm in the store, I make sure I know where the exits are. And if I'm wearing earbuds, I only wear one so I can hear what's going on. And- yeah, I'm Keith. I'm calling from Chicago. And I've been having a really keeping on me ever since all of this violence, all of this shooting. Yeah, I'm concealed and carry, but I didn't used to keep it on me, but man, I go everywhere with it now because I just rather be caught with it than without it. It's just the truth. Hey, man. Uh, yeah, we just going to have to stay prayed up uh, or whatever. And, you know, not even just going to crowded events, pumping gas. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Oh, pumping yes. gas is a whole damn thing for me. Like, when I, I go certain places to pump gas, 
and I pump gas a certain way. Uh, I got an uncle that pumped gas with his pistol in his hand with, with one in the chamber. Mm-hmm. And looking around and looking over the car. Now you got to lock your car door because now they'll jump in on your passenger side and steal your cell phone, steal your car, all that stuff while you right. out pumping gas. So you're an easy target pumping gas. Somebody bump your car. Y'all need to know not to get out of the car or, or you're going to get get robbed or, or whatever. And then I got a whole lot of pointers if you're driving at night or early in the morning about what to do and what not to do when you get to a red light. Stop looking at your cell phone, checking TikTok and Instagram and check your surroundings and keep yourself in the middle of the block and try to time the light. But when you go to a corner and you got a space over there in that corner, somebody can come from behind the side of a building and you can't see or whatever. I always stay in the middle of the block and just go really, really slow until and give that light uh, opportunity to turn green. And when it turns green, I try to time my flow with the traffic lights so I won't be if I'm downtown Atlanta or downtown Dallas or or you know what I'm saying or, or downtown uh, uh, Fort Lauderdale I do not play you have to act as I'm, I'm gonna tell you something I can put you up on some real game I could teach you how to walk out of Walmart and walk to your car in a zigzag to the point where nobody even know what car you going to yeah, a lot of y'all be so busy looking at your cell phone walking looking in the cell phone looking in the cell phone dragging across the street not checking your surroundings you need to learn how to act as if somebody's going to do something to you or going to get you or going to rob you or whatever. You need to make zigzag. Know where your car at, but you need to make like a running back, running back a punt. Running back a punt, just going all kinds of trying, making cut, cut between the cars, through the car. Anybody trying to get you, they don't know where to go if they if they circling around in a car and all that kind of stuff. And, and just, just paying attention to small detail. That is the difference between life and death paying attention to details i don't like parking garages and i told my kids whatever event you go to if they don't have valet parking it's not good enough for you to attend you understand go to a hotel get that man twenty dollars that that valet guy at the hotel and then catch you a uber and get dropped off right at the door parking lots and walking to a club or to an event down the side no none of that because not only are they robbing you, they'll go ahead and go ahead and, and pop you a couple of times because they want to shoot the gun because they've been playing with the gun all day. Some people out here, they, they don't have no regard, no regard for human life. They they, they dangerous, they entitled, and it, it done made me scared. Like walking around with them damn hoodies on, they don't make eye contact, they weird as hell, and they will kill you. And they don't have, they don't give a damn about going to jail. They'll take your life. They will take your life like it's nothing. Take you away from your family. So you just need to be on, uh, 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 be alert. All right, y'all. More Ricky Smiley Morning Show coming up. This episode of I Hate the Homies is brought to you by McDonald's. You know how you can smell when your food's about to be good, good? That's me every time I pull out the Mickey D's drive-thru with a McCrispy sandwich. I mean, we're talking about two buttered buns stacked with pickles and crispy, juicy, tender chicken. Come on, man. And when that crispy chicken and the crispy pickle come together between two butter buns, yeah, all is good. And the funny thing is that I don't think I've ever made it home from the drive-thru without taking a bite of that freshly prepared McCrispy sandwich. Because once I smell it, I got to have it right there in the car. I guess the word is out on that. So go get yours today. Man, it is hot today. Somebody is about to sit in the hot seat. It is hot out here. On the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Morning show. 
All right, y'all joining us this morning is the hot, in the hot seat is activist, television personality, and former Ohio State Senator, the one and only Professor Nina Turner. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Morning, Ricky and crew. How you doing today? Yeah, shout out to you. Shout out to the great state of Ohio. First of all, uh, we got that first hot topic of the day. Yesterday, the uh, Kansas City shooting marked the 48th uh, mass shooting in 2024 in the United States. So I need I need to know what are your thoughts and what seems like the impossible task of tougher punishment for gun violence, uh, you know, real and effective national gun control legislation. Well, this Congress, not just this current Congress, but many Congresses before it has lacked the intestinal fortitude to really do what it needs to do to deal with uh, mass shootings. Now, Congress at a federal level, they have the biggest stick. There's some things that should and could be done on the state, regional and local levels of government. I mean, Rick, my take on this is that the culture of guns and uh, this, just the total blatant disregard for human life is really sickening. I mean, think about this. I mean, people should be able to go places without fear of being shot. I mean, you at a parade celebrating the win of your, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, over a million people there, I think, was estimated being there. And and after the parade, some folks just start to start shooting folks. That that makes no sense. We glorify gun violence so much in this society. So bottom line, policy is one part of this, but I also think it's how we roll culturally in our nation. It's in the DNA of this country to be all amped up and to glorify uh, the use of weapons. Okay, so on another on another note, now we're eight plus months out from the 2024 presidential election, right? There's indications yeah. that some numbers of minority voters are actually supportive of the idea of another Trump presidency. I want wow. you to briefly, yeah, offer your insight into how it is that these black and brown voters could feel that our community or their communities could benefit from a Republican platform that to in a lot of ways is dismissive or even openly hostile to issues that affect minorities. Well, how has the current Democrat, and I'm certainly not advocating, let me put that out there, uh, for voting for Donald J. Trump. I will not vote for Donald J. Trump. However, I respect the right of people to vote for whoever they think will will uh, move in their best interest. Now, as black people, and, and some brown people, because see, our Hispanic sisters and brothers, they are rock and roll with the Republicans. But it's always the black community that is locked in as if we have to vote for Democrats. And I think that's wrong. So my question I got to put back on you is really what has the Democratic Party done in, in the mass to deserve the vote of the black community? And I'm talking about material changes in the lives of masses of black people. I was just in Chi-Town a couple of months ago with the Reverend Jesse Jackson as he did an emergency summit on Gaza. And I got to tell you, the black folks, and it was a mixed crowd, all walks of life, all religions, but quite a few black sisters and brothers, family and friends came up to me and said just what you just laid out, that they voting for Trump. And the reason why they voting for Trump is because they're tired of being taken for granted uh, from the Democrats. And also in Chicago, as we know, the black community is rising up and speaking out about the migrant crisis and how it is having a negative impact on their lives. A lot of this has to do with how policymakers pit certain groups against one another and are not taking care of the business of home. Policy is not immutable. It can be changed. And so I do understand the black community rising up saying, hey, Democrats ain't doing a whole lot. So seriously, really, what has the Democratic Party done for black people to just deserve our vote each and every time? I guess my right. question would be, what is Trump going to give you, though? What is he offering? 
well, you other than, other than a different face. face. Well, black people have no party. Okay, period. Neither party serves the material interests of black people. But this is it. See, I think for me, you're parroting what the Democratic Party wants you to parrot. When you got to vote for the lesser of the two evils, it's still evil. So what we got to reconcile ourselves as the black community in particular, as the black community goes, everybody goes. Because when we fight for liberation, everybody gets liberation. And that's not just in Black History Month. That is historically real when you look at the receipts and the evidence. The Democratic Party, if Trump does win, and I believe that he is going to win, it is going to be because the Democratic Party has not delivered material change. No passing of the George Floyd uh, Justice Act. No passing of the John Lewis Voting Rights Act. Right. No passing of the PRO Act that helps all workers be able to unionize in this country. And we know that unions uh, demand and get higher wages for their workers. That includes black people and every other type of working class people. So the question does not become what the what what black and brown people are going to do. The question becomes, what are those people who have the power to make policy changes going to do to ensure that they get the vote of folks? They didn't have student debt. Yeah, I like I like this conversation. Uh, Senator Turner, we got to have you back on because I really want you to finish this. Uh, uh, I hate these rushed conversations. Uh, yeah, I know. Now we 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 go, we we we're gonna do another hot seat uh, with you, but I really want you to finish this. Let, yeah, real quick, let everybody know how you can. When you back in the two one six, you have got to come to Extreme Fitness Compound. It's a black fitness center. I got you, y'all. I got you. I got you. We got to go to commercial. Today is a national holiday, uh, and uh, we uh, it is so fitting to have comedian Corey Hogan on. Hey, what up, Corey? What it do? Fifty-one fifty in the building. Fifty-one fifty in the building, man. And I got it's like today is like I got to be like Santa Claus because you know you got to get a girl that ain't number one. Them presents you bought in the checkout line at Burlington <laughs> Colfax. I got them some phone charges and some uh, cup holders and stuff like that. I got to take over there. <laughs> phone charges and cup holders. Come yeah, on, man. all that stuff. All that stuff where you be waiting in line at Burlington Colfax. They got all that stuff over there. Oh yeah. <laughs> It went, did he say Burlington Colfax? Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, you know, when you be in line at Burlington to check out, they got like some M&Ms with Emmett Smith face on it and stuff like that. Okay. <laughs> all the stuff that didn't sell at, 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 at the top shelf, it's all right there. Right. C- right CK1 there. cologne and all that. Like they got some um, nose trimmers that don't cut their hair that good. I got all that. <laughs> yeah, no, you preaching. Hey, 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 hey Corey. So, so, so February the fifteenth. That's the day after uh, Valentine's Day. And uh, what are we naming the holiday? It's a, it is a national holiday, Corey. We got to get this thing going. So, what's the name of the holiday? It ain't your time, babe. Day. <laughs> it ain't your time yet. You just gotta hang in there. Like yesterday was very long. For seventy percent of the women in this world, because they don't got nobody they can call all theirs. But today, your <laughs> prayers will be answered. He will make sure he put together an hour to an hour and a half for you and wave the body of your kids. That's my favorite part, waving goodbye to the kids. I'll be like, all right, y'all, you know I see y'all. I know I'm going to be over in the middle of the night and don't see y'all, but I'll see y'all <laughs> <laughs> But, but they, will, they will hear you washing up in the sink, right? 
That's right. I, man, them kids be getting big on you, too. This one little boy, I was like, I'll see you next time. He said, all right, Corey, I'll see you next time. Who hurt, little boy? You mad. You mad. His hey, name was called, though. I used to hoop with him. <laughs> yeah. Man, I'm crying. Hey, wait a minute. Woo. Hey, so you said a little boy nine now. So, so how old was he the last time you saw him, Corey? I think he was probably around about six. But, you know, he be sleep when I come over there. I be playing his game and borrowing his consciousness. All that stuff that happened when the kids sleep. You know what I mean? I remember one day when he was six, he woke up. And he saw me and his mom on the couch. I remember he was like, I want some juice. I was like, hey, I want some too. Go back in the room, little boy. <laughs> hey, we got uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, comedian Corey Hogan rolling out uh, February the 15th, national That's holiday. Right. Uh, Happy and so- Chick Day, man. These girls, these girls out here deserve a man, but we got to be honest with it and tell them, you know, you probably ain't going to get one. But hang in there. Being number two is better than being number eight. Right. You, on the, you better tell them, Corey, at least they're on the roster, right? Right. At least they'll get to visit. He'll visit them today if you're in the top three. Right. Go. Right. You know, coming off the bench. Sometimes coming off the bench. Yeah, sometimes coming off the bench instead of starting is a good thing because you're contributing to the team. That six man. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right. You get in the game and tell your mama, coach, don't like me. Whatever you got to say. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? All you girls, though, look, Ricky, it's important that we let these girls, these ladies know, never give up. Nobody starts out as the number one girl unless he just got out of jail. So that's not the situation you want. So you hang in there and be strong. Man, you better preach this morning. Tell the truth and shame the devil. Corey is, uh, Corey Hogan is on tour. (laughs) Uh, Anybody got Corey tour date? Corey, Corey, where you going to be? Just, just go, just listen to me on my Corey Hogan Fifty One Fifty Show on Tuesday nights, and you get all the information, information about the tour dates, man. That's right. Hey. Go on YouTube and check it out. Go on YouTube, check out that Fifty One Fifty Show. Hey, listen, and y'all, I'm- y'all. If you have not seen Corey Hogan perform uh, live, you have truly <laughs> missed a treat. You're gonna get mad, but it's gonna, it's, it's one of the funniest <laughs> stand-ups ever uh chicago's own Corey. let uh give everybody your social media info <laughs> um well i i mainly shout out the Corey hokum 5150 show go on youtube and and and, and get get associated with my show and i'm just saying to all once again let me let all you ladies out there know <laughs> who who kept getting the uh kept going straight to voicemail yesterday that's not gonna happen for you today Today is your day to be heard. Don't don't voice frustrations. Just say you happy to hear from him and glad he ain't with his real family right now to talk. <laughs> hey, Corey! Hey, Corey! Hey, Corey! They were going straight to voice. They were going straight to voicemail yesterday. It was going straight to voicemail, and every time he talked to him, he in the car, and he only got like thirty seconds to a minute. Then he'd be like, "Let me call you right back." Somebody got here, my car. I gotta go. 
Ladies and gentlemen, y'all give it up. Show, it, uh, show your love right now for my little brother, man, Corey Holcomb. Oh, 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 man. I love you, man. More rickets by the boy. The show coming up. News headlines. Entertainment. All right, y'all got your front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's what's happening in news. So police are still working to determine who opened fire and what motivated a shooting that killed one person and wounded 20 more people, including children, at the end of the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl victory rally. Now, authorities have detained three people connected to the shooting. Rock T will have more on how players are responding to the tragedy coming up in sports. In other news, the Arizona-based educator formerly known as Rachel Dolezal. Y'all remember her? Yeah, Miss Rachel. The white woman who identified as black. Yeah. Uh, she has been ousted from her position in a local school district due to content posted on her OnlyFans account. Mm, man. Dolezal, <laughs> who legally changed her name to Nikichi Diallo in 2016. We know that's still you, though, girl. Has been teaching at an elementary school in Arizona since August of 2023, according to a news station in Tucson. Now, she was fired this week after her OnlyFans account was brought to the district's attention. I don't know what kind of content she had on there. Oh, but she's probably she naked in a dashiki. Yeah. She's yeah. yeah. getting in. With some box braids. Okay. <laughs> she be wearing them braids and them weaves. Uh, oh, my gosh. Okay. This last braids. story. Yeah. She, she's still rocking them. Uh, she believes she's a black woman. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, lastly, I have this story for you. New research shows that hand-holding <laughs> starts when we are babies and touches positive impact can help us in our adult years. A study of 16 married women who expected to feel pain instead felt relief when they were able to hold their husband's hand. The happier the relationship, the greater the pain relief. So hand-holding is very good for relationships. Keep that in mind. And they say it starts when they're a baby? It does say it starts when they're a baby. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick look at news. For more headlines and updates, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Roxy, what's going on sports? Yes, indeed. Maria, continue to express our thoughts and condolences to those that got injured yesterday in the Kansas City shooting. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, quarterback of the Chiefs, posted on social media praying for Kansas City. Uh, tight end Travis Kelsey posted as well, I'm heartbroken over the tragedy that took place today. My heart is with all of who came out to celebrate with us and have been affected. Kansas City, you mean the world to me. And speaking of Chiefs tight end, Travis Kelsey we all saw during the Super Bowl when he lost his composure and his temper on the sideline during the game and he bumped into his head coach Andy Reid nearly knocking him over while he was yelling in his face well Travis wanted to address that situation I just love playing for the guy man yeah. and unfortunately sometimes my passion comes out where it looks like it's negativity but um, I'm, I'm grateful that he knows that it's all because I want I want to win this thing it's definitely unacceptable there it is, man. Quick apology. Hey, Ron, why they fired a black coach at San Francisco, the defensive coordinator? I was just about to get into that, man. 49ers fired defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes after one season. Come on, man. The defense well, performed though? better this season than last season. They got okay. better. So, in I my opinion. What, what did they want? I think it's internal, bro. I think it's something internal going on. Maybe, uh, maybe head coach, other coordinators. Not getting along, but if you bring in a guy, and, and by the way, for y'all, Steve Wilkes is a black man. He's a brother. He came in and made the 49ers a better and stronger defense, helped lead them to the Super Bowl, all that good stuff. Now, they lost the Super Bowl, but 
I don't understand why they were fired to do. But I mean, if you get to the Super Bowl, you got to have a damn good defense. Come on, man. Because you ain't getting scored on. You got better, dog. Your defense got better right. than last year. So it's like, we keeping them. I don't, so I don't it's, it's got to be something that, internal. Man. It's got to be something internal that's probably going to end up coming out. Yeah. Like it's, it's got, he probably, he probably not going not, not gonna to say anything because he want to get another job. Right. That's crazy. Right, right. It, it, that's crazy. Don't make no sense, man. But we can talk about it on social media at Rock T Hollow. Follow me right now. Let's chat. Got the hot spot coming up. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot. Damn, that's hot. Ooh, you can catch me at the hot the All right, Rick, about the morning show. We got con- comedian extraordinaire Rita Brent sitting in for the brat this morning, Jackson State University home. Member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. What up, Rita? What up, Ricky? What's up, everybody? I am Rita Brent filling in for the brat, and here's what's happening in the hot spot. Well, Beyonce's keeping the surprises coming with her dive into country music, and that's according to Killer B, who produced and co-wrote her new track, Texas Hold'em, and hence something huge is on the horizon. TMZ spoke to the producer and asked if Bay's upcoming Renaissance Act 2 album would feature any guest collabs, particularly with her good pal Taylor Swift, I didn't know they were good pals, who obviously has country music roots, and his response was very telling. He said, let's just say she's on the approach of shocking the world. I hope she does uh, a song with Dolly Parton. Yeah, that would be great. Wagner. Mm-hmm. That would be great. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, rumors that she may remake Jolene. So. We'll oh, I heard that, that. I, and I love Jolene. Oh, Jolene is such a beautiful. Song. Have you ever heard Jolene? Yes. Uh, a long time ago. Uh-huh. Oh, I love this song. She begged Jolene not to take her man, honey. Oh, I love this song. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. Well, yeah, Beyonce ain't going to be begging, so she might not do that song after all. Anyway, uh, Kanye West has responded to a jab from Shaquille O'Neal while also hitting out at Taylor Swift's fans. O'Neal took a swipe at West on Instagram earlier this week, commenting on one of his posts. Shaquille said, who cares? Stop crying and snitching. I know you saw me at the Super Bowl. I was waiting for you to say something smart. Nobody want to see you crying. Man up, little boy. Woo. And Kanye said, uh, to Shaq, I grew up looking up to you. I would love to hang with you and Jamie sometime. And Jamie is uh, like a father to me. And that's uh, some kind of uh, executive in sports. But also, Kanye West is going at it with Taylor Swift fans. He responded to a tweet from a fan urging others to stream Beyonce's new single, Texas Hold'em, to prevent Ye's Carnival from topping the Billboard Hot 100. Ye said, when I said that I'm the new Jesus, trick, I wasn't even thinking about Taylor Swift. That was a whole line before, but I appreciate the new promo. And to all you Taylor Swift fans, I'm not your enemy, but I'm not your friend either, though. I, oh. I'm like, why can't they just stop beefing Taylor oh. and Kanye? It's a weird beef. Yeah. I mean, you'll never see the whispers in Frank and Beverly fighting. Never. Never. <laughs> never, never, never see Shirley Season and Dottie Peoples fighting. You'll never. Never. Mm. No. Never. The Isaac Brothers and the Gap Band ain't never. Everybody getting along. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Ain't to let never us leave that alone. <laughs> <laughs> Who, Ricky? Who, Ricky? Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> the, uh he already said the Gap Band. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Manhattans and the Delphonics. You'll never okay. see them fight. You'll never Earth see Patty. Earth, fire, Pat, confunction. Yeah, yeah Patty LaBelle and Dion Warwick fight. Never. never. No, but they don't do nothing but sing and make music. Stephanie Mills and you just never see it. Mm-mm. 
family. Everybody got right. the fight night. Everybody just can't make money and go home. Right. Yeah. Daddy ain't throwing no pies at nobody. No. Nah. All right. Lastly, <laughs> uh, allegedly, American Idol producers are hoping to get Jennifer Lopez back on the judging panel. And producers might be considering shaking up the entire panel after Katy Perry announced her shock exit this week. Uh, the insider claim producers are also considering other possibilities, including recruiting younger names to draw in a new demographic and even Taylor Swift. That that, that girl going to oh, get her money one oh, way or another. What about Usher? Well, you know, he did. Um, what was the one he already did? He's on the, the voice. On oh, the voice, he already did one. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, he had his chance. So, oh, T-Pain. Beyonce. Yeah, T-Pain. Oh, that would be good. That'd T-Pain. Be a good one. Yeah. Man, yeah. Monica. Right. Miss Natalie. Charge your lunch is ready. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> this episode of I Hate the Homies is brought to you by McDonald's. You know how you can smell when your food's about to be good, good. That's me every time I pull out the Mickey D's drive-thru with a McCrispy sandwich. I mean, we're talking about two buttered buns stacked with pickles and crispy, juicy, tender chicken. Come on, man. And when that crispy chicken and the crispy pickle come together between two buttered buns, yeah, all is good. And the funny thing is that I don't think I've ever made it home from the drive-thru without taking a bite of that freshly prepared McCrispy sandwich because once I smell it, I got to have it right there in the car. I guess the word is out on that. So go get yours today. 